lace up your boots and get ready for TM5 United, your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes. Here's your hosts, Abner Castellanos and David Donis. Hello, all you people out there. It is me and Abner are recording on a Thursday. Abner, every time we record midweek, I, don't you kind of feel like a little bit like a chill, a chill more environment? I mean, the week's almost over. I'm over here with my Cabernet. Uh, what, what are you drinking over there? I wish it was Cabernet, but it's uh, something that my uh, my friends, uh, uh, I don't know, they just said, hey, here's wine, and it's wine. <laughs> the Pinot Noir, right? That's what it is, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a Cab guy. I'm, I'm not, but it's not bad. It's red. Yeah, yeah, I like Cab, too. If, if I if I like red better, but, uh, you know, if I, if I don't have Cab, I usually go to Merlot. It's not too different, but on a, on a hot day, I, I like some Chardonnay, too. A little okay. chill chardonnay yeah. uh but you know my go-to is always uh i'm a whiskey and a, and a ipa man oh yeah you know but now that we get our age we can only hold that for the weekend no kidding dude you do that, <laughs> you do that on a midweek uh uh Land united game which which i did yesterday and uh man i was paying for it this morning i'll tell oh, you that yeah. <laughs> See, yesterday all i was drinking was some uh some electrolytes and some water and watching the game because you watch uh, the game without drinking yeah i mean it's it's crazy i had to get up early today to work so oh, i got you you definitely that needed too. to be drinking in that second half oh, every the game. time you watch a land united you have to <laughs> well i mean the game last week was uh was a lot more fun but um let's get into it abner so we go down uh or up should i say to audi field and we draw one one with dc united uh, so the moments of the match, I mean, we started off the game, you know, hot, fast. I mean, Gigi hit the post in like, I think the second minute. Um, and it's kind of been our MO and we'll, we'll get into that a little bit further, but we capitalized early. Um, Wolf strips the defender beautifully, gets a, a nice pass to uh, Saba. All he has to do is just place it, beautiful goal. 14th minute, Atlanta is up 1-0 and we're cruising. Um, but you know after i want to say after about the 25th to 30th minute we pretty much lost control of the game um dc was attacking us over and over again they finally get the goal in the 80th minute um and that's what ties the game levels game 1-1 but there were a couple other uh moments in the game after especially and we'll talk about this a little bit more but i don't want to get too in depth with it because you know it didn't it didn't stay but there was a penalty call in the 61st minute or so. Um, a PK call for a handball on Luis Abram, which would have been back-to-back PK calls. Had had VAR not looked at it, and they actually reversed the call. Not because they said it wasn't a handball, but they said it was an offside, which it was weird because he was offside when the ball came, but it didn't look to me like he interfered with the play. So that's a weird one. Um, I think Atlanta United got bailed out. Andrew, you feel differently about that? We'll talk about that in a second. But either way, penalty is uh, uh, is is uh, removed. The yellow card that was given to Abram was rescinded, and we continue play. Um, but either way, they they still equalized to tie the game up. Um, there was a goal by Mosqueda late in the game, but uh, he was way off side, so they called that goal off. Game ends one one. Um, but honestly, I think a uh, big opportunity to miss by Atlanta United. But Abner, really quick before we start breaking down this game and dissecting it, uh, I know me and you were kind of going back and forth on the penalty because you felt that that wasn't a penalty. 
I felt that it was. I'll let you go first. What, what, what are you? Have you changed your mind now? Have you seen the light yet? Or are you still on that? Well, David, after um, after sleeping on it, no, I have not changed my mind. Of course not. I, I just <laughs> I just don't understand. Well, there's two things I don't understand, right? You're I understand tucking your hands behind your back when it's coming across, right? But David, mm-hmm. if you do that, your arms are your upper arm is still showing, right? So whenever yeah. your a shot's coming, naturally you're gonna turn, and if you're tucked in, it's hitting the back of your elbow. How is that still a handball? To me, that doesn't make sense to me. But second, he... second okay, of all, ahead. why is it always a yellow card? I, I don't agree with the yellow card, but I agree uh, yeah, with that's the that's something I don't understand. How is it a yellow card? How how is it? I mean, I would understand it if they did like a Luis Suarez in the World Cup when he swatted the hand. Yeah, out of that's, the a red, that's a yeah, red that's card. That's a red dude. card. Even then, you know what I'm saying? But like, how do you like turning your body? It's not like you're intentionally putting your hands out. I would understand if he was like arms extended all the way out and, you know, he blocked it. I mean, even that, I think, would even say that's a red card. But he's turning his body. He can't really, I mean, it's hard to control your your, your hands to tuck in. You know, and and hitting the back of your elbow, that being a handball, I I just don't get that call. I'm not a fan of it. Um, I know you brought up the point, if it happened to us, David, it happens to us plenty of times where I don't think it's a PK or I think it's a PK. At that moment, it was the other way around, so I'm still going to stand with, I, I, I don't understand that call at all. I didn't understand the offsides either. If you're going to make the call, just make the call. Like, plain and simple, I don't understand. Was it a makeup call? Could be, I don't know. So, so what happened in the play, and uh, if you guys haven't seen it, you can go watch the replay of the highlights, but the ball's kind of moving, uh, going back and forth, and then uh, I forgot who the player is, but they rip off a shot, and after that ball, it's it's no matter what, it's going to be on goal. And you can make an argument that it's probably going in the back of the net um, with all the bodies in front of Brad. But Luis Abraham, he's kind of facing the ball, and the ball's coming, and he turns his back like this. And his arm, his left arm, is a little bit away from his body. So he makes... David's doing the chicken dance. So that's that's what it looks like. So he kind of did like a little bit of a chicken wing. So he makes his body bigger. Now, I don't think he did on purpose. I think it's just a reaction. But, you know, if honestly, if Avram stands his ground, hands behind his back and looks at the ball because he was kind of just turning on it. And that's what hit him. But that ball, dude, is like... Look, you can argue whether, you know, his, he made his, his his body bigger or not, right? That's debatable. It's, handballs are always going to be debatable. But uh, you, which is not debatable is that that ball was going to be on frame. You're removing a goal-scoring opportunity. And if that was me as a Lanier fan, and our player took a shot, and that ball is going upper 90, and it hits a hand, uh, I'm going to be furious, and I'm going to think, regardless if he made himself bigger or not, which I know that's the rule of the law, but he affected where the ball was going and which was probably going to be the back of the net. Yeah, so that's, I think, that's I, think I, I think at the end of it, MLS refing is sucking pretty bad. I think there's like one or two good refs out there because I, I don't understand. There's There was one at home where he called, he didn't call the handball in the, in the PK era, area, but then he called the same exact play outside on the field. They called it a handball. Not this game. It was another game. Um, so I just don't, I just don't understand. If you're gonna be good, or if you're gonna be consistent, be consistently bad at the calls that you make. If you're gonna be good, be consistently good at the calls you make. I, I just don't agree because obviously, David, everything's happening at top speed, at 
you know, gain speed. So you, it's hard to react to for you to like, you know, remember to tuck in your arms and stuff like that. I don't understand it because he was turning his back. I get it, you know, yeah, maybe, you know, he was blocking, you know, the the shot may have been going to, towards a goal, may have been a goal. We wouldn't, we won't know. We won't know if it did or if it did not. I just don't like the call. I especially do not like the yellow card. I, I think that doesn't make any sense. Like, why are you giving somebody a yellow card? Obviously, it wasn't intentional, but if it was a, if it was a PK, why are we giving yellow cards? It happened twice. Well, it got called back, but it would have happened twice to Abram, which it wouldn't have made sense either or because both of those handballs, how does that even a deserving of a yellow? <laughs> you know, yeah, that's, what, guess, that's what I, I don't understand. The, I guess the ref is thinking that they, they're doing it on purpose, right? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess. And I in the know. game last week, I honestly think, I didn't think that was a handball, but I, I think this one was. I think this one was a little bit, uh, a little bit out. Anytime that your hand is, your arm is a little bit further from your body, it's really hard to make the argument against it. Um, but either way, I don't think he was doing it on purpose. Uh, but again, you know, every every footballer or soccer players are always going to say they weren't doing it on purpose, right? Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> even, always. Even Luis Suarez in the World Cup, he's like, nah, dude, I just, I jump up and my hands just go up <laughs> in the air like I'm on a roller coaster. It just, just happens. That's how I do it, yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> but either, either way, um, you know, the, the penalty uh, didn't, uh, you know, they wiped it off, took away the yellow card. I agree with you, Abner. Uh, consistency is we what we want. Um, but Abner, what I want to get from you is, um, you know, I mentioned we, we've been starting these games off hot. I mean, Inter-Miami, yeah, they scored first, but we were the ones that were having the better opportunities. So we're coming out of the gates fast and we're creating chances, which is something that we used to talk about, like, oh, we're not creating enough goal scoring opportunities. We're creating a lot of goal scoring opportunities. And it seems like if we don't get that second goal early, then it's going to be a long night. So how do you feel about the overall reaction to how we play this game? And then are you happy, satisfied with the result uh, drawing away, given that, you know, it is hard to pick up points away from home in MLS? Um, yeah. So first of all, like the uh, the first question you ask, um, no, David, because we have a bad record of when we, when we get scored on first, like like we we're gonna lose a game like usually that's how it goes right more than likely so when we score usually it's like okay we got it but david like usually now it's like if we score it's like oh man something's gonna happen like right we always we you know especially against Cincinnati, i felt like we needed that second goal even against Miami, I felt like we need another. I think we need a two-goal lead <laughs> to some somehow, you know, bring bring uh, keep that intensity up for us. Um, opportunities are there, David. We're just not we're just not getting them in. We're just not taking advantage of those opportunities that are given to us, and it's frustrating because we go down. You're already thinking you're going to lose. We go up. You're nervous because you think something's going to happen. We got to clear that up real quick in the next. What four games that four games that we have? Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to be clear because in the playoffs, it's it's gonna it's gonna be it could come down to that one play could decide the whole game. So I just hope we clean it up. Whatever it is, we we come back now. Granted, this this wasn't the uh, usual starting lineup, so I think that has a lot to do with it, David. Um, you have Wolf, who you know plays well, very very simple guy, very you know had any assist for the goal. You had Saba coming in, who's been. Uh, 
has been a good player. I think you mentioned you like him better as a sub coming in because uh, he changes the game and he has those attributes of running at, running at the players and creating chances, and we've seen that before. So a lot of it, the midfield, I was surprised um, with Fortune because he's more of an attacking player. Uh, Tristan can play both, but he know he moves up, and Amala, you know he's going to be the free guy up there. He's not going to help defense. He's not going to help defense as much as he usually as other players. He's going to, re- you know, he's going to try to stay and attack as much as he can. So it, it was a weird lineup. I, I thought we were going to see something, somebody like Sosa maybe instead of Rosetto. I thought we were going to see somebody different, but we did it. So uh, David, I think the lineup really hurt us a little bit, especially <laughs> I think what we called it in the you called it in the first. 15 minutes, we lost the middle. The middle's gone. We got to do something with the middle. And, you know, yeah, we got to make these changes because, you know, with the games, you know, midweek games, three games in the week, it, it's tough. You know, obviously players can't go full 90 every single game. So obviously these changes had to be made. But I just wish we would have taken a maybe a safer approach. Uh, at the end of it, David, we did get a point outside. Am I satisfied? No, because I think we could have got all three. But David, a point is better than no point, and a point gets us closer to uh, the top four. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, it is a point away. Um, I think the point would look better had we not had the, you know, the games that we played more than everybody. I think if you look at the teams left and who are playing away from home, uh, DC United was probably the one that was right for the picking. Um, and they were on a three-game. Um, uh, they had a three-game clean sheet, so we broke that. So that that's good. They've been playing pretty well. But uh, you know, the the rest of the teams that were playing away, you know, one's going to be Philadelphia, one's going to be Cincinnati. Uh, and again, we're on the wrong side when it comes to games played. So I'll take the point. Obviously, you a point away is good. But uh, yeah, just it's an opportunity lost to really really make ground. Um, and I think those three points were for for the taking. However, I mean, if you probably watch the last 50 minutes of the game, you're probably saying, oh, Atlanta, you're lucky that you got a point because you really should have lost that game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Abner, you know, the, 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 the play concerns me because we know once you get into the playoffs, once you get into elimination games, teams start playing a little bit more safer. They're not as risk-taking. Um, what concerns me is what we talked about, right? We can get that goal, but we know we're going to need a second. And then the thing I think that we need to learn, and I don't know if this is coaching with Beneta or what, but if we don't get that second goal, we can't let the game get away from us. We need to find a way to, um, when when teams start pressing us, because DC United really, like uh, 25th minute onward, they were really, really pressing us. A high press, uh, we were sitting back a little bit, and Abner felt like every time the ball got to anybody in the midfield, even to Gigi, Boom, immediate turnover, and they were they were in on goal. We were get, coughing up the ball so much, and we've always struggled playing um, out of the pressure. So there's got to be a way that we got to, you know, come up with a way to retain possession, cycle the ball, do something so we're not, you know, every, every like, two or three minutes uh, from 30 minutes onward, felt like DC United was having a chance on goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the deep, the... Yeah, the midfield, dude. That that hurt us because I feel like Miles, even in the goal, like uh, they had to step up into it, uh, allow the uh, player to just to get in behind. It was a simple through ball. It was like a drill. It was like an easy yeah. one-two, and 
I don't I don't really like the midfield was not there to help support that pressure from the back or even stop him from dribbling up or any or even like any pressure. Now, if you make that play, you make that play. This incredible play. You score, you score. I don't know. It, it, it was a frustrating that, you know, what, you know, something that I did mention is don't ruin the spine of our, of our, of our team change, make the changes on the outside as, as you please, but just leave the middle as is, or at least bring a like for like, you know, bring a, you think, a you think it'll, you, or something. You think Rosetto not being in the lineup made that big of a difference? Yeah, David, he does a lot of the defensive work. He, he Obviously, nobody likes defense in soccer. Nobody likes the midfield defense because it goes unnoticed. It's, it's a big – it's like Ibarra, right? When we lost Ibarra for that couple months that we didn't have him, our midfield was terrible, right? Until mm-hmm. Tristan came in and kind of was a two-way player and Rosetta was able to do more of the, the dirty work as far as making the defensive plays, making the easy passes, being a pivot type of player – um, just getting the ball from one side to the other and having Amala just run wild however he pleases. When you don't have that complimentary player, it, it's hard because you're expecting Tristan to be that player. You're expecting Fortune, who is more of an attacking-minded player, to play that position. And you're even maybe even asking Amala to do a little bit of that, which he has in, in, in the past in a couple of games, but it's not like one of those high-percentage you know, defensive work rate that you have from Almada. He, he's just not that type of player. Can he do it? Yeah, of course he can. But when you have two other players that should be able to do it, Fortune is not that guy. He's not He's not going to put that body on anybody. He's going to be more of an Almada-type player that stays a little bit higher. So, David, you're putting, like, basically three attacking players in the midfield. Who's going to defend? Yeah, um... Yeah, you're right. To yeah, to a certain extent, it uh, you know we did. So, I think we did. We were arresting players, and you know we've seen it with Inter Miami. Obviously, they're arresting players too. Um, it, it happens, and the three main changes is um, you know what you mentioned. You had Wolf coming in for Shande Silva to start. You had Lobonitsa starting um, over Mosqueda, who's primarily been starting. But you know, I think that was just Saba getting match fit ready. And then you had Fortune come in instead of Rosetto, which is, um, you know, I don't think he played bad. I think he had a decent game, but it was a, it was kind of an odd decision because you would think he was probably, you know, the the <laughs> the third or fourth option, probably after Sosa or Amar Sadich. Um So it'd be interesting because, you know, now that I'm looking here, I don't even see Sosa in the 18. So not really sure what's going on there. That's uh, that's that's pretty odd. Yeah, who knows if he picked up a knock? I didn't see anything uh, as far as injury. The only thing I knew is Ozzy Alonso was out, but he's been out for <laughs> that guy stays. <laughs> that guy stays out. He's been, he was out for a hot minute. So it's I don't know. I don't know, David. I mean, maybe you know, maybe he's the personnel, the midfield. He maybe he didn't think. It was going to be a, that type of fight in the midfield. But, dude, our that midfield destroyed our midfield bad. And yeah. took advantage of it. And, obviously, dude, Assad was, it, like you called it, a shooting gallery, man. It, it was a, a striker's. It's like when a coach says, hey, guys, you know what? Today we're just going to work on shooting. And you just go wild and take as many shots as you want. That's what it looked like. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, it, that's not what you want to see. I We... We are very, very fortunately that cool. we um, we came out with one point. 
and the DC can't shoot because uh, to have that many chances, there were a lot of them where you, you got to, if you like, if you at least hit the frame, there's a 50-50 chance it's going in. We got very, very fortunately that, uh, <laughs> that DC just couldn't, I mean, they couldn't shoot. I mean, it's probably why they're in the position they are. Um, so obviously, you know, we had the, those three major changes. I mean, probably to Kasaba, you know, we, we can talk about it. He's going to start next game, but he's he's probably going to be the starter. Um, but Abner, uh, in your opinion, um, you know, who for Atlanta United would you say performed uh, performed well, and who would you say performed uh, poorly? Um, I think who performed well was Brooks Lennon. You're being sarcastic. <laughs> you you got to start with the. <laughs> uh, no, who performed well? Um, I think Saba had a solid game. I mean, you got to give uh, it to him because he scored the goal, even though he came out in the 59th minute. But yeah, yeah. but I mean, I think Saba is the, the only like you know, and I think Wolf did okay. I don't I don't think he didn't play bad either. I think him and yeah. Saba played really well. I I really you know I I love Wolf because. He has that edge to go out and attack and 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 be that different player, and we've seen him score goals, amazing goals, and be a difference maker. But at the same time, it's like I love it when he comes in late because, dude, he just simplifies the game. He just plays that easy right. play. He just he doesn't want to do nothing too crazy. He just plays it easy, and we keep possession of the ball. So. Him coming off, Sandy Silva. I mean, yes, Silva is going to be more risky. He's going to take that 1v1. Mm -hmm. uh, we may lose some balls, but at the same time, we might take the advantage and, and get those balls coming in um, and that advantage on the wing. So, yeah, I mean, Saba, I mean, <laughs> dude, it's crazy because we just talked about how good Brooks looked. He scored a goal, had an assist, and, dude, we get this Brooks where, I mean, granted, Benteke is a monster. I mean, I know he's a little bit older now and not the same Benteke that he who he used to be, but dude, it looked like it was you versus my son Isaiah and just manhandling that cross, just manhandling hey, that. I, do I handle do I manhandle Isaiah or does he manhandle me? Yeah, no, Isaiah manhandles you. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it just looked bad and I, I think Brooks was trying to play mind games. I think he was trying to, like, um, you know, kind of piss him off a little bit because uh, yeah. he kept saying stuff. He kept, like, poking at him. And obviously, Bateka wasn't having it. He, dude, there was the headers. Like, even Purata tried to get on him, bro, and, like, he didn't even nudge him. Like, it, it was bad. And, dude, that's, like, I see that in Gigi sometimes. But, like, sometimes, like, I feel like he just falls too easily sometimes. Like, bro, just... Fight, you know what I'm saying? Like, just fight that mm -hmm. that the defender. Make them know. Make them know that you're there. Uh, and, so, yeah, uh, I got to give it. I think I give it to Saba and Wolf. And uh, uh, the worst performance, I, I give it to Brooks. Um, I mean, he's been solid all year, but I think this is one of his yeah. worst games that, he, that he's had. Yeah, and obviously, you know, we have high standards for Brooks. That's why we say that. Because even if you look at his foot, Mo Brady's got a 7.3. Sometimes these ratings, you know, I don't trust completely. Um yeah, you know, I, I agree with you. Uh, Wolf had a great game. So did Saba. Um, and, you know, even Gigi, he had to come back and kind of play defense. There's a couple of clearances that he had in, in our defensive AT because the ball went up in the air and none of our players could get ahead on it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, Benteke just, uh, he out-muscled, outworked Brooks Lennon. And, um, um, you know, he would, that's, Benteke's, that's, there's a reason why, you know, he was an MLS All-Star this year. 
Um, I also think, obviously, Abraham got called for the penalty, and we got lucky that it didn't stand. But I think he, he didn't have that good of a performance. Um, it's, and we're talking about this our star player again, Thiago Armada. We need to see more from him, man. Um, he's not didn't really have a lot going forward. Popped up the ball in a lot of dangerous spots um, again. Um, so that kind of concerns me. And I don't want it to be that, like, I think Armada... He's not in a position now where he has to do everything. And I don't know if that's kind of messing with him and his confidence. Because um, he just... He just hasn't really looked the the, the same, um, and hopefully he can just find a way to to to, to you know live up to his hype because obviously he's one of the best players in MLS in my opinions. Yeah, that, it was weird, like especially like towards the end. There was one I don't know if you remember this play. Uh, played a through ball to Sandy Silva, and him and Almada were running at it, and Silva got there first. Yeah, passes it back to Amala, and Amala just went at it. I'm like, bro, like, set up the play, or like, you know, like he. It was like a three v one. He just ran into a brick wall and lost the ball, and now they're attacking. It's like, read, like, you know, like obviously, I am no, in no space, no way to tell a World Cup champion how to play the game. But <laughs> from the outside that's, looking in, sometimes. Right, but from the outside looking in, it does look a lot different. And he had time to just wait. At that time, at that moment, a point was was necessary, and a point was enough so that we don't need to give these guys chances because that's what we were giving them is more chances, especially on a turnover like that. You know, they're coming on a counter, and you know, it, it gets a pretty it gets pretty scary, but. Yeah, and there was a, there was another play too, Abner. You know, the I think somebody I'm not sure if it was Almada or somebody, but they turned the ball over, and they were coming down. And Almada actually was ahead of I'm not sure who was the Atlanta United player that was tracking back, but they're coming down, and he's actually catches up to the player before Almada, and Almada like it was he was kind of just like jogging back, and I was like, dude, they're they're countering. You're close to him. Close down the player. And, um, you know, that, that's the kind of things that hurt, that kind of scare me a little bit. Um, you know, the hustle um, on the defensive end of the ball, too. So, um, yeah, but I think better days are ahead. Um, so, Abner, I, I, I didn't really have issues with the subs. I mean, you had uh, Shande Silva come in, Mosquera came, come in, Roseto, um, Burata Chol came in in the 90th minute. So that was really just to, um, um, you know, run around and uh, give us some relief because uh, we were getting pounded towards the end of the game. And I don't know if you were like me, but I was like, ah, dude, let's just just blow the whistle already. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it was um, um, it was interesting to say the least. Um, I wasn't a fan of... Um, um, I just wasn't a fan of midfield, dude, to be honest with you. I... You know, I don't know if he, like I said, I don't know if he was trying to figure something out, but uh, I don't have a problem with the subs. You know, like you said, Sandy Silva coming in, um, you know, obviously you want to look for those three points. Um, and then Cho came back, bro. Cho is back. He's back. And that, that just shows how far Barry has dropped because they took out Gigi for Cho. <laughs> so Barry's like way down on the totem pole, which is uh, rightfully He's where great. he belongs. Yeah. Uh, so we get the point. Um, I'm sure uh, Inter Miami is happy because they're trying to get that last playoff spot that DC United has. 
and it looks like Messi was actually is actually hurt. So I guess we can stop being mad about him not playing the Atlanta United game. Um, but even even without Messi, they were able to get another win. So not against um, us. Not against us, but they're 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 shooting up there. Um, so uh, let me let's just go over the match stats really quick. So uh, possession, uh, we won that battle, fifty six percent to forty four. Um, our expected goals was only .67. Uh, DC United was 2.02. Um, we had six shots, uh, four of them on target. And uh, DC United had 19 shots, uh, but the same amount on target, only four. So that that really, really cost them. Uh, we had 451 accurate passes to their 326. Um, so if you look at the stats, Abner, I mean, they they pretty much dominated the stats. Um, you know, you don't like to see that because you know any any other team puts up those kind of stats. 19 shots. Uh, there's no way they're only getting one goal. But Abner, we got a short week. Uh, the game was a Wednesday, but we got a quick turnaround. We got a game this Saturday back at the Benz, 7:30 against Club Foot de Montreal. Um, Adam, can you believe this is our second to last home game? Hey, you know, you know who plays for Montreal too? Yeah, I know, right? Second, our second to last home game. That's wild, right? Yeah, I know That's who you're going to say. Aaron Herrera. That's right. El Guatemalteco. El Guatemalteco. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, head-to-head, Atlanta, we've got six wins, three draws, uh, and three losses. Uh, we're still in sixth place with 46 points, and Montreal is in eighth place with 37 points. So we got the second to the last playoff spot, and uh, you know we're we almost got two points uh, ahead of them. Um, and then I don't know if uh, everybody remembers, but last time we played them was uh, back in July in in Montreal where we won 1-0, and that that game got pretty chip, chippy. And every time we play Montreal, for some reason. There's always some kind of fireworks that on the field and we just end up You know getting into each other's faces. I don't know why it just always happens that way Might be the way Montreal plays versus how we play. I know in the past they've kind of you know, they they parked the bus uh, But I, I think now they play a different kind of playing style and I mean they're coming off of a 1-1 draw with Cincinnati at home Obviously Cincinnati is uh, Leading the league in points probably gonna be the supporters shield winners. So they have a good team um, and Abner, you know, at this point, there's no easy games. Uh, all these teams are playing, um, are either in a playoff spot or fighting for a playoff spot. So Montreal, you know, they're either trying to move up in the table like we are, or they're just trying to hold on to that playoff spot. Um, so it, it's going to be a tough game no matter what. And I think, I believe if we win or tie this Saturday, I, I believe we qualify for the playoffs. So that'll be nice to have in our back pocket. Uh, but man, how, how, are you, how are you feeling about this game? Um, do you think uh, you think the lineup's going to go back to our our normal lineup? Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, I think so. With uh, you know, it, it's at home. We got to protect the home. We got to get those three points. We have an advantage with the seventeens. Um, you know, being at home. So yeah, we had to do. We had to come out swinging. We had to come out strong um against montreal uh which they um they tied 1-1 versus cincinnati in their last game so which yeah, was really odd said. 
No, no, I'm just repeating, which is like uh, really, really odd that, you know, I thought I had Cincinnati winning that at least by two and a half goals. Uh, <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you throwing out your bets right now that you put? No, 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 no. I'm just, just kind of just, you know, you know, uh, what, what a good friend of mine said, I am not financially responsible for what you hear or do <laughs> after you hear this podcast. But uh, yeah, it, that, was, that was interesting, right? Um, having that type of a game. So um, they are an interesting team, bro. They are very interesting sitting in eighth place. So they're sitting right there. Um, they obviously, they want to get some points because, you know, they don't want to, you know, they know they have teams like Inter Miami, Charlotte, uh, Chicago. I don't know about New York, bro. They just did not look good at all. Um, coming after them. So, you know, they're going to come out with the fight. So we have to fight, you know, with our best fight. And I think either you go with the normal lineup with Sande and um, Mosquera, uh, Gigi up front, uh, Tiago. Uh, Rosetto and, and Tristan in the same back line of, you know, uh, Miles, Abram, um, uh, Brooks, and Caleb, and of course, Guzan. Um, maybe Saba for Mosquera. I thought that was going to happen this past weekend in, uh, against Inter, but uh, that didn't happen. So maybe he gets in a full, a full, you know, full game, full starting game with that full lineup because that, that would be an interesting, interesting, uh, interesting matchup in our favor. Um, yeah, but I see. Um, I think I see. Are we giving our score lines yet? Like predictions? No, yet? no, 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 not yet. Okay, not okay, yet. okay, okay. I'll, I'll yeah. say that. What are we gonna say? I need everybody to be on their, on you their know, toes. On their toes, uh, wait, waiting for that. Um, yeah, it's interesting because uh, you know I, I mentioned you mentioned it earlier that I think Saba does better off the bench, and here he goes and scores in the you know in the in the fifteenth minute, right? Um, but the fact that he got taken off the at the fifty ninth minute. You know, with 30 minutes left to play, kind of also paints another picture too. So it's going to be interesting to see what Beneda wants to do because I think Mosqueda, what he does is he really tires out the players because I mean this guy just runs, runs up and down the pitch all day. It's it's a nightmare for defenders, and I think Saba really benefits when he comes in later in the game. But he's also got a lot of obviously we saw it starting off the game. He can create a lot of chances. He's more direct. He's got a good left foot. Um, so it's really tough to not start him either. So it'd be interesting to see. Either way, I don't think I'd have a problem with either either of those two starting. Um, and yeah, I think we go back to a regular lineup. We'll have Sean uh, Day Silva on the left with you know Tyler Wolf could come in if needed. Uh, Rosetto's probably going to go go back in the middle. Um, you know, it'd be another interesting thing. I highly doubt it happens, um, but I wonder if maybe Purata you know might come in instead of Abraham. Um, just kind of given the last performances. He's played a lot. He may need a rest too. So um, it'd be interesting to see if that's another decision Pineda might make. Those are the only things I see that might be different from our normal uh, routine lineup, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, I see that, uh, David. I am excited uh, to see what's uh, what lineup. Um, I don't know, David. I just don't. I like. I don't think he changes Abram, bro. I, I really don't. I don't. Like, he's really why? liked him. He's really liked him, even though we were talking about like how did Purata really lose his starting spot? Because really, like, he that, never really, that, he that, never really did anything like bad. Bro, it was weird because like Purata had that thing locked in the beginning of the season, and then um, Abram starts one random game. It's like, oh yeah. shoot, that's the guy that we paid for, and <laughs> you know, same thing with Mosqueda, right? He got, yeah. you know, a lot of people are like, oh, he got called back because, you know, we needed him. No, he got called back because the club didn't want him. 
And, yeah. you know, they brought him back. That's the reason we lost Ibala and David. We were all fuming because we're like, what is these guys doing? Now we have Tristan. Now we have um, Sandy Silva. We haven't even seen the new guy yet. And we um, thought Etienne was going to be good too, remember? And we thought we're... Etienne was going to be good. So <laughs> it's the MLS, right? It's going to have you in emotions of high and emotions of yeah. low. It's gonna have you against, you. yeah. It's gonna have a, it's gonna have you against certain players that you know we're like, dude, what, like Boca out. Like I get that dude out. He's he doesn't know what he's doing. Now um, it's Boca in, baby. So, Boca I, so do in. you? Boca so do in. you? Do you, David Donis, owe him an apology? Because I, I always said Boca in. Yeah, that's a lie. I'm gonna go back and get the tapes. I uh, go Run ahead. We got do Boca in. I said Boca. I, you I, are my GM. Well, I, I had oh, that's said, a bunch of lies. I, I didn't say Boca. <laughs> I didn't say Boca out, but I did say. Remember, I said Boca's on like his the second of three strikes. So I mean, I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due, and he came through. But uh, and this is gonna buy him, you know, depending him on how, Yeah, I mean, together, and, and Pineda did say that, you know, Boca was the one that was scouting these players that we eventually signed. So uh, you got to give credit where credit's due. So this is going to buy him, you know, some time. Uh, you know, it all is really going to depend how we finish in the season. If we're out in the first round of the playoffs, you're still kind of like, yeah, those players were great signings, but we still didn't do much. Um, so, you know, it's going to, you know, it's, I think right now, I, I, and I wanted to ask you this a little bit later, but um, so I'm going to hold on for a second. But the other thing just to, to for the roster, for the lineup, I mean, um, only interesting gonna be thing is gonna be is if Jamal Tiare is ready. That'd be another interesting t- uh, player to see too. Um, you know, because we had the sh- we had the, he just came and then we had the short week. Now it's been like a full week. It's coming Saturday. Is he gonna be ready? Is he gonna be in the 18? Do you think he's gonna be in the 18, or you think we just gotta wait and see? I, I hope he is. If not, David, I'll just give him another week for him to get ready for next. You know, next or next game. So. Uh, I'm excited just to see because obviously we saw Tristan, obviously we seen Zande, obviously we seen Saba. It's like, oh shoot, these guys know what they're talking about. It kind of to pinpoint um, the whole scouting thing, right? Obviously we see what we see. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors. We don't have that type of access yet, right? I mean, you probably do because you know I have you, a bug. I planted a, bl- a bug. Yeah, you planted a bug in one of them. But David, it's crazy because even Coach United was like. They see their style of play. They talk to the coaches. They talk to see what type of leadership they do. They talk about what habits they have. It's like so much that goes into it that they they dial in that obviously they don't just look at the soccer aspect of it. They look at how how they live outside of soccer, how they treat um, certain personnel and the staff, how they treat other um, teammates, how they treat the coach. So it's a lot to go with it that we don't see. And I mean, honestly, I think we owe Boca a, 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 dang, a dang apology. And okay, we get it. You want to be his boyfriend? No, no, no. Uh, chill, man. I'm just saying, like, we got to understand that this is a business that we don't see the back end of it. That, you know, sometimes you just kind of be a little bit patient and just see how it works out. You're not patient when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. I'm definitely never patient with the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, this is our no, year gonna, every we're year. Not gonna, we're not going to speak about that. Yeah, we're let's gonna, not talk about the twenty-eight to three. We're gonna lose. We're gonna lose the third all our quarter fans. with two minutes and eight. We're and gonna lose all our fans if we talk about the Cowboys. And that team has too many players wearing crop tops. That's the problem. Hey, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. I miss right, Amir, Give me your prediction for this game, dog. Prediction coming up. 
Brought to you by Abner. Ah, let's go. Letter A. Tres a uno. Almada comes back. Assist and a goal. Look at you. Look at you. That sounds nice. That sounds nice. I hope the Chapin plays well, too. But not too 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 good, right? Not too well. Right, right, right. right. Um, uh, I like three one. Uh, you know what's funny? I said uh, for Inter Miami, I had predicted one one, and then we tied one one against DC United. Um, we I think we both had us winning against DC United. Our predictions. Uh, I like two one. Um, at United with the win. Oh, you're gonna make us sweat, huh? Dude, make us. Them, Atlanta United always make makes us, us sweat. sweat. <laughs> gonna make, no, that's what I'm saying. You're gonna make us sweat that we're gonna that you're gonna yeah. you're saying because that's what always. A, I never can just like be like, oh my gosh, this game's in the bag ever. No, ever. I need I need to get that confidence when I were I said that that Atlanta United was gonna win four <laughs> zero, and they won four uh, zero. But I have not feel that, dude. I always say three one, four one, two one, because I always feel like we're gonna let it go come in somehow some stupid pk some stupid handball some dumb deflection dude i, I want to know what the odds are that abram might get another pk called on him this week <laughs> dude if he gets another pk called uh he uh, he's gonna be he's gonna get benched and then you're gonna it's not gonna his do, fault like, though he's turning nah, away boys you oh, we see we we'll see defenders we'll all we'll over the world we'll Putting yeah. their hands behind the back. All right, you well, gotta be smarter in the AT. Don't let the yeah. don't even leave your don't leave, let the ref make that decision. Take the decision out of his ch- hands. Yeah, um, all right, you point, got three. Yeah, but. according to a lot of people, the Saudi league is better at than the MLS. Yeah. So let's. I guess we gotta watch their yeah. defending to see and how then, we're supposed to defend. Wait, wait one year until uh, Ronaldo's out of the Saudi Arabian league. He's gonna start talking crap about it. Um, but all right, you got three one. I have two one. Either way, then you had to win. Win. Give me a score. Give me a score. Just one. You don't have to name both. Just give me one. I'm gonna go with. Hey, 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 hey! take that champ, bro. We we're gonna patent incoming. Yeah, come on. Hey, Terminus Legion, come on, man. We need to get this chant. Hey, we might get more Jewish people to our games. For real. I think I think Saba continues rolling, either with an assist or a goal. Um, I think Gigi's gonna get one because he wants to keep uh, keep up with that Golden Boot race. So those Is are first uh, right now. No, uh, no, high. it should be Honey Mukhtar because I think he scored um, yesterday and Gigi didn't obviously. So I believe that's where it is. Where Honey Mukhtar has 15 and everybody else has 14. Mm. Honey Mukhtar is not even that good, bro. Yeah, so Honey Mukhtar 15, uh, GG, Dennis Buango 14, um, and then you got uh, Luciano Acosta too with 14. So it's going to come down to the wire. Um, <laughs> my little brother actually has put a bet at the casino for Honey Mukhtar to finish as a, as a Golden Boot leader. So oh, really? Like, so I'm like, Nick, who are you rooting for, GG or Honey Mukhtar? <laughs> 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 Betting does weird things to people, man. Um, Baker Buck, uh, we gotta start a new segment. Baker Buck with Nicholas Donis. <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's start a bet- betting podcast. Um, all right, last thing, Abner, and then we'll get out of here. And we, uh, that's what I said. I kind of wanted to say for last. You're talking about, you know, we owe Boca Negra an apology, and I think a lot of people do. I think he's right. He's riding the ship for now. Um, but we got four games left. We're about to head into the playoffs. I mean, I think 
there's a 95% chance or higher we at least make the playoffs. So uh, with the game that just happened, what is the overall mood do you for you personally, and what do you think is the mood for um, the the fan base? Oh, because I am the fan base, so my mood is going to be the same as the fan base. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm so nervous. I, <laughs> till I hear the word clinch, then I hear the word we're in the playoffs. So, I hear so you're that. nervous about not even making the playoffs. And I'm, I'm not nervous about not making the playoffs, but I'm not saying we're in the playoffs yet. To we're we, the playoffs. We, all we would need is a win or a draw Look, at David, some point. Look. Like, like, what what they used to say, you know, it ain't over to the fat lady sings. So it's not over to David drinks his Yeah, whiskey. but your tia's not here right now. Well, look, she listens to this podcast. So you owe her an apology. Um, you, how do I know which tia, dude? We got exactly. a, we got I'm like a thousand tias. We're Latinos. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. But anyways, side note. Um, no, I mean, I'm, I'm anxious, I'm excited, I'm nervous, I'm worried, um, matchups, dude, because look, like we said it before, the East is so strong, like, I think even, even like, even the bottom team, the bottom team could be Inter-Miami, (laughs) and then we we can end up fighting, like, that's crazy, and Inter-Miami could easily, you know, beat us, especially if they have Messi and company, but, you know, uh, that's, I want to host, obviously, I want to host a playoff game, I think, you know, Atlanta deserves that. It's been too long since we've had that. But yeah, well, we're gonna I'm get just, to, as long as we don't, I, we're gonna get to host one either way, right? I think. Oh yeah, yeah, three. the first round. Yeah, yeah, the first um, round. It, it, once we get closer, we'll have the breakdown of how the playoff format is gonna work. Yeah, uh, it's that complicated. When we have a, as, yeah, we, <laughs> hey, it is a family podcast. When we have that break, boop. when we have that break, because uh, uh, we'll have a game. I think after this Saturday's game, we'll have a week break. So we'll, we'll break down the playoffs and how how it works because it's complicated because we keep changing it. Um, but yeah, Abner, I mean, I'm pretty I'm pretty confident about we're gonna make the playoffs. Um, I'm hopefully optimistic. I'm hoping that we can fine tune this machine. These players that you know they're all new. They're still getting used to each other. But if we can hit. Everybody is getting chemistry. We clean up the mistakes, um, and we can start hitting the playoffs hot at the right time, which is key uh, to MLS and just playoffs in general when it comes to American sports. Um, you know, I don't. I think we're gonna end up staying in six. I mean, it's just uh, with this, we only with the many games left. I mean, you're you're asking teams to um, probably at least lose um, one game each. Uh, to make up for it that they would normally not win so or draw from. So it's it's going to be really hard. I think we're going to end up in six. Um, so, I mean, we, I know the goal was to get in that top, top, top spot. But, um, you know, I think D.C. United was the best chance. Um, but, you know, I think me, you, I think most of the fan base, we're hopefully optimistic. We're in a lot, way better uh, position than we were, um, you know, before the summer transfer window when we were like, dude, you know, we were talking about is the time for Boca Nugget to go? Why haven't we signed anybody? Abner, it's the window's almost closed. Why have we not signed any players? You know, that's what the things we were saying, right? So yep. we're de- definitely, the mood is better. I'm, ho- I'm hopefully, I'm cautiously, cautiously optimistic. Um, but I think Benela just need to, we need to clean up the mistakes. We need to, you know, uh, just, just play a little better. Uh, you know, simple, right? Keep it simple, play better. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you, you definitely uh, nailed it right there. 
uh, it's been an up and down roller coaster, but hey, this is where we're at. This is who we are. And dude, after the players that we got, after the players that we signed, I'm dude. I can't. I'm excited. It, it's. I didn't think we we're gonna get get it going, especially with the time that we had in the game. That so many little games that we had with these players. But it looks like we're getting off to a, to a good start. It looks it look we look confident again, and yeah, I mean, let's go. We got twelve points um, to go out there and get. And David, let's get all twelve. Let's do it, man. We can. We have we have the talent to do it. We just got to put everything together. And I think if we had gotten that second goal against DC United, I think it could have been like at the end of the game three or four. But we're letting these teams that I think we're better stay in the game. And then we start losing control of the game. But yeah. let's let's do it, man. It's getting close. I think everybody's starting to get that that playoff itch. You're like you're about to get there. So let's come on, Atlanta, baby. We got this. ATL. Let's go, Atlanta. Let's go. Pack it up. Be loud. Be rowdy. And let's get it going. Be loud. Be proud. ATL. ATL. All right. We out. Adios. Ah, <laughs> <laughs>